Check. One, one, two. Me, 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 me. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another PT podcast brought to you by Crossroads Community Church in Lindell, Texas. It is Friday, October 21st, and I am your host, PT. I'm stoked, stoked, totally stoked about today's podcast. And I am joined with my incredible podcasting partners, Todd the Irishman Bergen. How are you doing, bro? I'm doing fantastic. Steve the Bald Beauty Howard. What's up, Steve? I'm doing awesome, too. And Joanna the author extraordinaire author hey. hey how's it going hey it's good how you doing how you doing I'm how you doing, how you doing? How you doing? I'm alright I'm alright <laughs> <laughs> kiss me outside about that <laughs> oh my gosh lord have mercy let's let's not glorify her at all at please all. please <laughs> that's what you reminded me of a while ago uh, that is not a compliment. She, she's pulling out the. <laughs> she's pulling out the uh, the uh, the uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, that's my street side, y'all. Yeah, that's, that's the that's a valley. Like that's a valley girl. Rolling yeah, a lot of street in a Lindale girl. That's yeah. what I'm gonna say. Yeah. One of the most rural cities that's ever. Not as rural as it used to be, though. You can honest. drive her out of Lindell, yeah. but you can't take her off the street. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, you could fun. take the street out. Uh, some, yeah, I, no. Yeah, I, no, I, I, like mine, I like mine better. Uh, uh, you could take the something that... I, I, I love my mama very much. <laughs> now you know that. That's right. <laughs> well, we got, a, we got a cool podcast today. We're going to be talking about kids. Um and so all of us are in, uh, you know, in, in rare form this morning. I think it's because of our kids and the kids are making us go. So uh, some of you are empty nesters almost. I'm not going to point fingers or anything like that. But the one immediately to my left um, is almost an empty nester. You know, you can say that, but do, do you almost are too. Do they ever, Soon. ever leave the nest? Oh, well, let's talk about. We're going to talk about that. Mm-hmm. Yes, we'll we'll talk about where we are at and uh, what what advice we can give, mm-hmm. other than you know, mm-hmm. uh, early death, <laughs> right? Eleven point two acres. You know, Eleven point one two one acres, by the way. Uh, one two one. And yeah, we're not going to. We'll, we'll, we, not split hairs. Yeah, we're not. Yeah, yeah. I can use some of the neighbor's yard. Oh yeah, we actually have a little bit more than that, and they, yeah. they love us. They they let us bury yeah. things out there. All right, so yeah, we got a lot of stuff going on. I want to kind of catch up with you guys. How is the farm going, Mister Mint? C three Serenity Farms. We got pumpkins for you to buy. Yes, please come out, and buy, come out and buy some pumpkins. I can only make so much pumpkin bread and pumpkin soup. Oh yum! But mm. I did make some pumpkin bread last night. It was really good. Do you have any left? I was gonna say, wh- where is it? Check Why did you not bring it? Why here? do we not? Honey, it is nine o'clock in the morning. You don't need pumpkin soup in the morning. No you get pumpkin, pumpkin bread. bread. I made pumpkin bread. bread. We didn't oh, say. Yeah. Where's that oh, at? Oh, pumpkin bread is with our coffee. Mm. Mm. Wouldn't that have been good? I'm having a religious moment right yeah. now. Yeah, I think we might need to pause bread. this thing and like, yeah. where, where's mm-hmm. the bread, bro? Yeah, it's, where is the bread? I don't understand. You're living off the fruit of the land, and you're not sharing it. That's not no, the way the C3 Serenity Farm thing's supposed to work, bro. With every bread that you bake. You need to give it away. There's some in the fridge upstairs here. In the fridge? Who is here? There's some in the fridge upstairs here. Well, hmm. we'll, we'll, right. we'll, 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 we'll give you a pass on this one, obviously. Yeah. It's going good, obviously, though. C3 Serenity Farm. It is. It is actually going really well. This morning, I spent uh, a couple of hours out there pulling out some old basil, mm. getting ready for the new crops. Going to be putting in some garlic. 
Mm. Ooh, garlic. garlic. My, my wife loves garlic. According to the Almanac, the vampires will be um, out in force this year. Huh? Oh, okay. Lots of garlic. Lots of garlic. Be aware, okay. folks. We'll be prepared. Yeah. Be vampires. That's right. Mm-hmm. I thought garlic. they only lived in L.A. No, actually, they've migrated over here to Texas. Mm. Crazy. Is I know. Vampires? I, yeah, yeah vampires. Texas vampires. Texas vampires. They come with no. machetes. I only thought they were <laughs> on no. Mahalan Boulevard. That's what Tom Petty said. And all the vampires. Oh, yeah. I know. Living, yeah, yeah. living in Reseda, right? And yeah. Move west to Ventura Boulevard. That's what it is. Yeah. All right. Sorry. Picked a bunch of jalapenos today, too. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, we had to. I mean, the frost bit everything. Ah, uh, so you had to pick them out. I might have lost all my spaghetti squash. No. No. All of it? Yeah. I thought you said you didn't have any tendered plants. Well, it wasn't supposed to be tendered. It says it's frost tolerant, but mm. Mm, they look kind of funny. And all the vines are dead. Oh, they're, no. They're dead. So we're oh, going to hope sad. that they ripen on the vine. Um, it's going to be one of those things where they'll probably yellow up. We can probably eat them. But some will be immature. Some will be more mature. Some will mm-hmm. be. Uh, but the bottom line is because they got hit with the frost a little bit, they're going to have to be used quickly. Mm-hmm. We we live, we learn. That's yep. part of that that mm-hmm. process. Yeah, that's when God throws a little curveball at you and says, "It's going to freeze on you today, Todd." Mm-hmm. No, I don't know if you could have covered all yeah, those plants though. Well, it's a hundred no It's a hundred feet of uh, plants. I could have, if I had them growing on the ground, I could have covered them with hay. But I decided mm. that no, I want to avoid the squash bugs and any other insects that might be on there, and I'm just going to grow them vertically because mm. I don't want to take up all the all. The I got you. Floor I understand. Yeah. yeah, I got so you. So I was trying to think ahead, and in doing so, I guess I should have covered them with my a sheets tarp and blankets or and or no. tarps mm. and whatnot. Yeah. Well, it's only one night, right? Uh, but well, I got to be honest with you. I think it's going to be pretty cold. But it's pretty crazy. The, it went from like summer, skip fall, and went to winter. Like Dude, you're full of corn. This isn't yeah, winter. This, this is, is fall weather. This is fall. No, I mean, this like is fall, other, but yeah, that other day. Two days, was yeah, a winter day. Mm-hmm. We hit the 39. Yeah. I mean, and it was we below freezing. Yeah. When we went yeah. outside, it was 20, it was 29 degrees or 28 mm-hmm. degrees outside. That's okay. That's all right. It's okay if you're not planting things. Well, no, yeah. it would have been but, okay. You know, we've got kale out there. we got uh, lettuce out there. We they got didn't get kale. No, they didn't get killed at all. They're doing great. They didn't get kale at all. I see what you did there. But we did take advantage of it. And we, you can uh, expect we at least some, one from him every <laughs> podcast. Right? Yeah, we made some kale chips. Oh, I like those. Those are good. Those are good. It's good. Yeah, you, you put some of that. Ever. I hate kale. I, I will try them, but it does not sound. I'll right. tell you what really kale good. tastes the best in. That is a soup descana. Mm, yes, with some kale on top of it. With it. Mm. You know, we just had that last weekend. Soup descana. It's so good. That's what. That's what oh, yeah. Tiffany made. Yeah. Uh huh. Was that Big kale in it oh, or spinach? Yeah. Oh, it's kale. That's oh, kale. That's was kale. good. Mm. Color See? me shocked. Hmm. Yes. It's good. The kale is really very good. good in there. Yeah, it's really it's good when you literally bake the crap out of it. <laughs> well, we have two types of kale, sir. We have the kind of kale that you're talking about where you have to bake the crap out of it because it's too stiff and rigid. But then we have the loose leaf, which is nice, and it's floppy. Yes, it's very nice. It's perfect. Kale schmale. I don't care about kale. Kale can go to... Kale? Kale? Kale can go to... All right, so anyways. Uh, good. See so three ready for them? We're but doing good. There's a lot of people that do like kale. Just turnips, kale, and there's... I don't think there's anything else that I don't like. 
Those are pretty much the only ones that I'm I'm not a big fan of. But you weren't a big fan of watermelon until you had some. Of dude, holy day. corn! Yeah, all right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to yeah, tell you. I'm I, now if kale. See, if if you're kale, I, if anybody could sell me on it, Todd, you probably could sell me on it. But I'm just telling you right now, as it stands, mm-hmm. kale schmail. I'm yes, just saying, man. I don't I don't not want a, it. Not a big fan. Not not until you, you like sell spinach? me on it. Yeah, I love I love spinach. Okay, I love spinach. All right. Yeah. Iron. That's a good iron product. Anyways, all right. Steve, Mr. Insurance Man, you yes. doing good? Gold doing Shield. Great. Doing excellent with yeah, my Gold another Shield. Week. Another helping week of insurance. People, helping people with their insurance. Uh, um, needs. Yep, with all their insurance needs. Yeah, yeah. Helping them save money, helping them get better coverage. 15% or more? <laughs> you 20. Know I heard 20. Generally, I think a That's lot a of times company. people... No, just because you say you can take away a coverage somebody needs and save them fifteen year percent or more. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Oh, that shots have been fired. Mm-hmm. Geico, did you hear that? Gold Shield just said you stink. Did not. Oh my God. Did not say. Wow. That. Way to put words in his mouth. Okay. Wow. That's why you need an agent to actually make sure that you have what you need. Yes, you have to have an agent. And Steve is a very good age agent. Mm-hmm. So look him up. Gold Shield, or I'm sorry, Gold Shield. Um, Gold Shield. Gold Shield. Gold Shield. Gold Shield. Gold shield. shield. It sounds like Irish. Shield. Shield. Yeah. And then we have the author sitting yes. right across from me. And she is, are you on a new book? Are you, yeah, you have anything to be. new coming out? You're supposed to any, be. Anytime soon? Yes, My wife I, says you're supposed to be I, on a new book. I am working on a new book. Good. All it right. has been very difficult for, for me to write because it it's a sad book. Aww. It starts off sad. Everything's going to end nicely because that's how I write. But. For right now, it's very sad. But what I'm excited about is tomorrow in Mount Pleasant at Coppergate Ranch is a multi-author book signing. Wow. So there's going to be dozens of authors there. So come out, see me. My Stacy B's coming with me as my assistant tomorrow. So we're going to have some fun. It is tomorrow in uh, at Coppergate Ranch in Mount Pleasant from Mm -hmm. 1 to 4 p.m. Okay. What kind of ranch is that? It's a ranch. I it's don't a know. ranch. I know I've, they make. I've, it's I've it's, it's, it's obviously got a copper gate. Got a I, copper gate. I don't gate. think it does. I will be disappointed if. Yeah, it me too. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> you get there and take a picture of it. Like, <laughs> false. It doesn't have a copper gate. False advertising. <laughs> false advertising. I'll come yeah. and say, hey, wait, wait, wait. But, there's no copper gate. <laughs> <laughs> you people. Get me out here and tell me there's a copper gate and there's not a copper gate. I drove <laughs> up down this road 20,000 times. I couldn't find a copper gate. I couldn't find the copper gate. And guess who is one of those authors that's going to be signing? Are you going to be signing? Joanna. Yeah. Joanna. I'm going up there with my tattoo gun because she's totally, totally signing my boob right here. Oh. On my left chest, right here. Yes, mm. right above the piercing. Yes. So I can say, Joanna, in this event, Joanna, <laughs> in mi corazón. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh my gosh! So, but there's a new book that's being. It's hard to write because it's a sad book. Is it? Is mm-hmm. it part of this? Any of the series that you're doing? Which part one? of the Blake Pride series? Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fun. Mm-hmm. The saucy that so series. It's a, that's a saucy series. That's this, a saucy this final series. book. Maybe a little disappointing. It's not going to be as saucy. It's going to be more emotional. No, well, that's okay because Ooh, we like a like good that. drama and ladies like drama. Mm-hmm. I know Lots I like drama. drama too. I'm a drama guy. So, yeah, I'm not in that saucy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. You're full of corn. <laughs> you like kale, so I know you like saucy. 
Yeah. You have to have sauce on kale for it to be any good. That's yeah. right. <laughs> it does taste better. The hotter, the better. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, hot sauce. Right? I, I never I knew, knew that kale went with sausage. That's All right. Why, so, that's anyways. The peppers in there. <laughs> All right. This is definitely the PT podcast at its finest, uh, by the way. And I digress, yes. truly yes. digress. Mm. You digressed. So we've got a lot of stuff to talk about today. But before we get into the good stuff, I want to get into the getting to know us stuff. And okay. so we're going to play a couple of rounds of get to know you. And uh, we're going to kind of do some interviews and answer some questions. Now, these oh, are no. some of these are not easy questions. They oh, are, my. I'm scared. They're not easy questions. In fact, one of them that I've got here is I'm scared. really tough I'm for scared. whoever picks me. Mm. Um, so I'm just letting you know just beforehand. But today we are going to play Get to Know You. Oh, boy. Mm. So uh, this, we're, we're going to do the same rules that we did the last week. And I'm going to let the lady go first. She can have first dibs on whoever oh, she wants. I'm glad those are not Go mine. ahead and let us mm. let us know what you okay. wanna, which one you want to pick. Uh, I'm going to start over. I'm going to start with Todd. Ooh. Are you top or bottom? Okay. Again, I digress. Uh, this card right here. Okay. <laughs> Super easy to go. Uh, you, you'll have a good time with this one. It's probably... Okay. Little, you got your phone right there, too. Oh, okay. If you had to delete all but three apps from your smartphone, which ones would you keep which three apps would you have oh my no, oh would you keep? uh so would you what keep? do i use be honest now yeah don't be you honest does the phone we all know that joanna has to have facebook because she does a no, lot of actually work. if i had to keep one i would keep instagram really yes Ooh, i prefer true. instagram over facebook okay i get more traction on facebook which sucks but i like instagram better than facebook uh so honestly instagram would probably be one okay uh my calendar would oh, be yeah. two and email would be three. I don't even know if I would want to like. Keep what about the, calling people? Like, ta- well, <laughs> is that really an app? That's not really. That's not really an app. Like calling well, and texting are like the functions of the phone. Yeah. Steve, so Steve's getting like lost in the given, technicalities. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I I would keep Instagram, my calendar, and then what what was the last one I just said? Text message, not app. Email. Email. Yes. Thank you. Gosh. Okay. Although you can probably access the email on your computer. True. And then you would. Now now we're. Now no. you'd just rather have it on the fly. Yep. Okay. Somebody will ask me something and be like, oh, yeah, they they email me about that. Let me let me pull that up real quick. That was a good round. That was a good round. Very good, Joanna. Very good, Joanna. That was a very quick answer. Please give me that card so we never have to answer that question again. Thank you. Thank you. All right, Todd, you're up, bro. Who are you going to pick? Stevie Wonder. Oh, no. Let's see, which one do I want to do for you? Uh, I'm probably this one. Nope, I'm not going to do that. How would you like to die? Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Mm. Oh, my gosh. Keep we, it morbidity. PG, please. Well, it, it wouldn't be a heart attack because that didn't work last time. So <laughs> Thank God. She yeah, is no, right. She, well, no I don't know. heart might, attacks, okay? Might, we're, we're done yeah, with no heart more. attacks. Yeah, no more heart attacks. In fact, he had a nickname for a while, and I was like, nah, I don't want to be accused of prophecy, so we're going to go ahead. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Short life. Anyways, uh, how would I like to die? I would like to die. If I was going to die, how would I like to die? I would probably say... 
I would like to die by jumping out of an airplane and not have my parachute empty. Oh, oh my gosh. Now, Do you know, oddly enough, I was thinking the exact same thing. Just think about it. You That's jump weird. out of a plane and you look out the window. I mean, your window. You look out <laughs> and, and all you see is space. You just see land and everything mountains trees whatever coming you'd have a you. heart attack now That's granted <laughs> i don't know i've jumped out of airplanes before i would now obviously the parachute opened so that was good yeah thank you um yeah but yeah i mean that would just be the way to go i mean like serene nope okay because i don't want to I, I thought about walking up a mountain climbing mm -hmm. up on a mountain and then falling down and dying that way mm -hmm. but that's just too much work. And you that's might not it. die. You get all the way And up that's there. like, what if you bounce a few times right? and roll? Oh, yeah. Exactly. And Bump your head. Yeah. That's going to cut and then it uh -uh. hurts. No. Yeah. No. I, no. I, just, well, so, I just say you have to stop breathing. That's what dying is. So that's, that's all I got to say. What? You want to just, what, go to sleep one night? Give me the card. Just Give me the card. Sleep. Never go. We're never going to answer that question again. Never wake up. We're never going to answer that question again. We're never going to do it. We actually, wow. probably will. But we no, go. I don't. Hmm. All right, Steve. Oh, uh, yeah, Steve. You, you asked. I, I did. You, you asked. I asked. She went first, and then and I. And you went. And now it's Steve. You guys. It's my turn. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah pick a person. Mm -hmm. Tim. Okay. I'm going to spare you the difficult one. Okay, thank you. You know how I'm hard. I'm, what I'm, are you most excited? Okay, you, not your wife. You. What are you most excited about right now? What am I most excited about right now? Mm-hmm. Um, can't be that shirt. <laughs> no. What? I'm just kidding. I'm just what kidding. in the world was that cool. about, dude? Nothing. Nothing. What am I most no. excited about? Um, I guess I like the fact that I'm getting to do some gigs now. It's kind of fun. Yeah. I'm You've really been wanting to do that for a while now. I have been. Yeah. And how's and, the response been? It's been pretty good. Yeah, People are of liking it. You're, you're amazing. I only have 10 songs, but they love all 10 of them. <laughs> so he's, he's going for three hours with the same 10 songs. That's right. One time it's country, the next time it's R&B, and the last time it's rap. So you want to get there early. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you should see me rap. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Baby, wow. I'm amazed by uh, you. Uh, I'm amazed <laughs> by you. Did you guys used to bebop together? You were sweet as Tennessee whiskey. Oh. oh, oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, I see this. I see a show coming up. No, mm -mm. no. Oh, yeah. You raised me. Oh. <laughs> oh, it keeps getting worse. Okay, next. <laughs> okay, so I have to pick who had who has two cards. You have two oh, cards, me. Joanna. You Joanna, have to pick me. Okay. I'm answering Joanna's question, whatever it is. I, this is PT, by the way, just in case you don't know if you're listening. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Ooh. Okay, what would be your best day ever? Best day ever. Best oh, best day ever. August eighteenth, two thousand and one, at two thirty in the afternoon. Yay! I know what that is. Man, you're just kissing, bud. No, I'm not. That was that is the best day of mine. I, I smiled so much that day. Well, not that day, but I smiled so much that day that my face hurt at the end of the day. Yeah, and I still wanted to smile more. It was so fantastic. Oh yeah. Okay, so now that you're done kissing up, you want to answer the actual question? <laughs> that was the best day. What would be? Oh, what would be the best would day? Would be your best day ever. That was a good day, though. That was a good day for you. That was, but that what was my would be future. Okay, so like I'm creating a hypothetical situation. Yes, what would be? Yes. Oh. 
Would be. I didn't pick up on that either. I, I totally, yeah. Best day mm. ever. Um, mm -hmm. Golly, man, there's so many good answers to that. Um, that's a really hard question. I, I would say probably uh, it, it have it would have to do something about. Um, okay, best day ever. I wake up. I'm next to my wife. We get up. We have breakfast. During breakfast, I get a call from Tim Schlesinger that one of our songs got picked up. And somebody's about to record it. Some yeah. big high priority person, That'd and that we're going day. to awesome. hold on. I'm not done. Okay. <laughs> then we go to yeah, then we, the we go we go back to the 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 house. I find out that um you know and obviously this will be later down the road, but that that Megan and Grayson are going to have a baby, and we're going to be grandparents. All and right. then um I, I my my dad um uh he's able to retire and they're going on a trip and they're happy and they're excited they call me and they let me know how excited they are about the trip and uh, my grandparents are doing fine that all the all the mind stuff that's happening right now is doing good and and that they found a cure for you know what what all is happening and the next part of this would be that uh, Gabriel has found a job that is paying him at least 60 grand a year um, and he has medical insurance and that he's no longer needing to live with us any longer. <laughs> And and uh, our, our, all of our debt's gone. Um, it just magically go. disappears. Magically, magically awesome. disappears. That would be that would be a good day. That would be the best day ever. All right. Um, and I'm not even done. I'm not even done. Uh, that that all the people that I had been praying for to get saved or to find Jesus we actually called saved. me and told me after everything that you've been talking about, we finally realized that Jesus is the way and we, mm -hmm. we, we gave our heart to the Lord. That would yeah. be the icing be awesome. on the cake yeah. right there. So that is the wow. best day ever. Best that would be... Clapper, come on, clapper. That, that Sunday, that Sunday one. would be... That was the wrong magical. one. Magical. Yeah, we would have a shouting fest. Yeah, we'd be going... Yep, yep. And apparently so, it would be, be a Sunday. The, no, 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 I was saying the Sunday following that oh, day would okay. be like... Yeah, that'd be, yeah, we'd be having be awesome. some Holy Ghost hoedowns. <laughs> <laughs> so would heaven. Just saying. Which I there's okay. I'm not going to talk about that. All right. So, anyways, um, let, let's go back. Joanna, you're up. You got to pick up. somebody. Pick somebody okay. other than Todd. Steve. Steve. Right. Steve. Okay. Steve. Hold on. I got a button for that. Steve. Yeah. If you could send a message to the entire world, what would you say in thirty seconds? You're an author, so you should be able to do that. She's also a youth pastor, you so I'm kind of interested to see what she's going to say. <laughs> she takes forever. Uh, thir 30 seconds. 30 seconds. Okay, time starts now. Go. All you people need Jesus. There you go. <laughs> it's time to get your lives right. There you go. Get it straight. Start reading your Bible. Mm -hmm. And start acting like you got a brain in your head. Oh, ooh. okay. Wow. There you go. Look, that was like brain. ten seconds. See, ooh, you mm -hmm. sound like a you pastor. You need you people need Jesus. If in fact, if I just had to, like one of those signs that blinked above my head all the time, need you people need Jesus. Jesus. That'd be it. Time. She can't talk anymore. It's thirty seconds. Nope. Good job. Good job. Good, yeah, job. good job. The world heard you need Jesus. And <laughs> oh, you give me cards. Get Jesus. your head out of your rear. Give me but, card. You know, give me card. Oh, wait, no. All right. Yep. You don't give him a car. All right. So nobody can ask Steve anything else. It's me turn. He's no, done. it's Todd's turn. Where do, who are you going to, man? Well, since you've got a difficult one, I'm going to give it. You're going to get it? I'm going to get it. Okay. Bring it on. Todd, seriously, not jokingly. Not jokingly. What is your biggest or greatest regret? 
Mm. Ooh. Ooh. I told you I warned you ahead of time. Mm, that one's hard. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have many. Biggest regret. Biggest regret is. Dang. That is tough. That is tough. We need some Jeopardy music. I don't don't even know if that speeds up the process in my head. It does does not. No, in fact, it does not. It's it's meant to give you anxiety attacks. That's Mm -hmm. what it's meant to do. Yeah. Look. Oh, there's his biggest regret right there. Mm -hmm. There we go. So, biggest regret, I would say that... Was leaving and then having to come back. Uh, let him answer the... No, no, no. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it, it kind of reflects on what we're talking about today. It, kids in my life um, are a tough battle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I know that when I was growing up, I always wanted that perfect family um, image. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to be able to spend time with my dad and do cool things. And um, my dad had left when I was younger. Hmm. And so I had swore that I wouldn't do that to my kids. I wouldn't step out of their lives. I'd be close. And we'd do lots of cool things and we'd have great times. So my biggest regret is that I didn't give that to them. I wouldn't change what my life is now for anything, but... I wish I could have done it in a way that would have kept us all close. Mm-hmm. So that's good. That's tough, man. Ouch. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Love you, dude. Mm-hmm. Glad I took that one. Yeah, I told you, man. Yeah. I was I, sorry. Yeah. I warned you. you. I appreciate you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Steve. All right. Steve. It's my turn. Todd or Joanna? Todd or Joanna? Uh, Don't pick me. I'm just kidding. If you want to pick Joanna. Me, okay, pick her. Kay. That's fine. I don't care. You said not to pick you. Steve? I obey well. Uh, which living person do you admire most? Oh, that would have to be my wife. She's listening, I'm sure. <laughs> Lorraine Howard. No, we still only have one viewer up there. It's only one person up there. Watching us, mean. Uh, that's Joanna. Oh, my wife will definitely no. Yeah, your wife. No, no my wife Tim. is my my. You're rocking. Favorite. Your my second favorite is Tim. Oh, good grief! Oh Lord! Oh, love you, love you, man, love you, man. But I, yeah. Kissing. What's that? I heard kissy sounds. What was that? I don't know. I didn't hear it. Did you hear that? Your wife. I admire my wife the most. I do. I admire her so much. Yep. All right. Um, and I have. I'm going to pick Mr. Todd because that's who's left. That's yeah, I was gonna say. I think processes of elimination. Yes. Then <laughs> you notice that I'm, I'm doing that. I, I get to. I get the last pick because I want everybody else to have those opportunities. Process so go ahead, man. You're up. Right. Yeah. Yep. So who are your heroes in real life? Who are my heroes in real in life? Real life. Yeah. Heroes. The heroes of now. Easy easy answers. Heroes. So do I, do I have a, a limit? How many am I supposed to? Did they say? Okay, so it's oh. the heroes. It's okay. got an S on it. Heroes. So that's well, obviously Jesus is that's a big hero. Yes. But that's the obvious answer. My, my, my other, there's Sunday school answer. 
Yeah, that's the sending. Jesus. Jesus. All right. If I had a, a thing there where yeah. I could press that, I would I would do that, but I don't. Um, my grandfather and my father, obviously, mm-hmm. are yep. two of my biggest heroes. Um, uh, my, my dad has literally, literally um, taught me so much about life, and my grandfather was instrumental in preparing me for ministry as yep. far as teaching me the ropes on mm-hmm. pastoring and people and how to deal with all those things. So that, and then, oh man, uh, it's a big cross between Rick and Kevin. Um, Rick Rigdebos is uh, one of, a big mentor of mine, took a chance on a kid um, and <laughs> probably paid the price several thousand times over for doing it, but um, he, he did that for me. And then, uh, Obviously, Kevin is a um, a big influential part of my life. Uh, mm-hmm. When I was a teenager, and nobody really cared, I was annoying as annoying as snot. And Kevin would take the time to talk to me and tell me, you know, that he loved me, cared about me, and that always stuck with me. That even so much now that I've adopted that phrase, you know, uh, if no one's told you God loves you, and so do I. So, those are probably my biggest heroes. I have other heroes, but um, it, it, those are the big ones. Those are the ones that really really set my life um on, a, on another path so um and that's that's the getting to know you uh thing that was fun and we'll do it again next time but it's nice to know you todd it's, it's good nice to, know to know you it's nice to know it's you nice, nice to know, know you everyone it's getting to know you mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah so all right go jumping out of airplanes you want well to? if he if he, he starts ta- if he starts okay, talking yeah, about if he starts talking about parachuting anytime uh-huh. soon i'm gonna be like dude what's uh-huh. wrong what's wrong not, what's not wrong one of us to chaperone you come with me joanna Let's go do it. No, okay. We're not. No, no. no I'm not losing the farmer and the youth pastor all in one thing. All right. <laughs> oh no, trust no. me. I will make sure I have my parachute. All right. <laughs> She'll have two. Sometimes that doesn't matter. She'll have two. I want one of those guys strapped to See, me. That knows the Bible what he's says, doing. "Lo, I am with you always." Yeah, he don't say nothing about that. If you get up there and. Uh, <laughs> Do not tempt the Lord your God. That's that's mm. all right. So uh, scripture of the week. Y'all ready? Proverbs chapter 22, verse six. Train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he grows older, he will not abandon it. Yes. Okay. And then Ephesians chapter six, verses one through four. Children, obey your parents in the Lord for this is right. Yes. Honor your father and mother. What is honor, by the way? It's evaluation. It's it's valuing them. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean obedience, although that is implied in the valuation. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, honor your father and your mother, which is the first commandment, with a promise, so that it may turn out well for you, yes. and that you may live long, <laughs> a long, live long on the earth. Fathers, mm-hmm. do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. So those are our um, scriptures of the week. And segueing into this um, conversation about kids, because um, one of the things that I think that um, stress and worry and concern us, which is what we talked about last week a lot, um, is kids. And all of us are in different places. We have some here with younger kids. Um, we have some here with teenagers. We have some here with a, a college career, and we have some that are they're they're not there anymore. Mm-hmm. Yes. So um, we're we're kind of going to give our takes. But uh, the first question I want us to talk about is um, as it pertains to your family, your kids. Uh, what do you find um, the most challenging part of 
parenting was or is and we'll start with todd and go steve and then joanna then me go ahead todd i'd have to say the toughest thing is to figure out how to get them to think just like me they're not gonna do that <laughs> i know right it doesn't work <laughs> because of course i have all the right answers oh my god all the right answers and wow <laughs> If they would just listen to exactly what I say, mm. oh my goodness, then we, there'd be no problem. There'd be no problem. Okay, uh, you know, financially, yeah. relationship. Kyle, you wise. sound like my father right now. I mean, you mm. just listen to me, and I'll steer you in the right direction because I'm a good steward. <laughs> Was that really the most challenging part of You're parenting? A good steerer? Trying to steer them into well, your way of thinking. You got to remember that if you, if they don't, it creates a world of anxiety. I mean, mm-hmm. when your kids start going south and you're like, no, that's not where I told you to go. Mm-hmm. I guess that all depends on why you're telling them to do it. Obviously, if, if you know your answer. way of thinking is, I want what's best for you, then yeah. Yeah. Okay. And of you course, do. I can follow I mean, that. Let's look. Mm-hmm. I mean, I never, I never tried to steer my kids to the dark side. <laughs> <laughs> Come over to the well. I mean, side. there was that one time, but we <laughs> yeah. won't talk about yeah, that. That's true. Um, that's true. So one time we was trying to coax, you know, Ben into the to the to the uh, uh, scary. What are they called? The uh, haunted, haunted houses. houses. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which no, we're, it'll be we're totally going this fine. weekend. It'll uh, totally we'll be, going be fine. To Greystone Manor this weekend. So okay, if you want to come. Okay. Oh, wow. Anyways, so, so you yeah. you are that you say that is the most challenging part is to form them into your mindset, right? Okay. Steve? Okay, so... Steve? With the kids, the hardest thing is to let them... To teach them how to, to see things in, like, a logical way. <laughs> see it like you want it. Yeah, because, you know, teenagers it's, and logic don't go together. They just... <laughs> it's like, sometimes you want to say... I know you're not that ignorant. <laughs> Surely there's some common you're being sense. You're so oh, nice too, right now. Right? You're not that ignorant. You're not that dumb. <laughs> yep. That's the word he was looking for. <laughs> yeah, that's a good button for that one. <laughs> because they, they don't think sometimes. And then what, what really amazes me is how they, some of them can just be like, they don't even aren't aware of what's going on. And then all of a sudden they're like, I didn't know. We, we've been talking in, about this for like three weeks. How do you not know what mm-hmm. we're talking about? How do you not know we're doing this? <laughs> How do you not know we're doing that? I love this. <sighs> if like, only the audience could see eye rolling. <laughs> some you know, of you on so, live podcast might be able to see it, but I think the camera's too far like away. For, just to see for it. a little example, like we had the people from the roof come in our house, show us that our roof was tore up, and then they come back two weeks later at seven o'clock in the morning. And my son's like, "What's all these people doing here?" Well, we're getting our roof done. Well, why are we getting our roof done? I'm like, uh, you were there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you were there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so 
I think it's funny that his kid talks like a country bully. <laughs> he doesn't. It's just the way that he's, he, yeah, yeah, it's the. All right, Joe. True. What do you think is the most challenging part about parenting right now? <sighs> Not beating them. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so frustrating. Keeping my wife under control. Yeah. <laughs> Calm down. Put, put the Don't stick kill them, baby. The Don't kill them. Uh-huh. Steve's uh-huh. like, Lorraine, Lorraine. Mama said that. Mama said that. Mama said that. My mama said that. Okay. Without, like, literally echoing their two answers, which kind of took mine, um, I would Should've say watching them make the same mistakes mm. that I made even after I warned them <laughs> I've done this learn from my mistakes yes. okay mom and they go right down the path and then they're shocked when it turns out exactly like you said it would like I said it would <laughs> isn't that awesome I didn't see that coming really I did yeah, I saw that. In fact, I think coming. I told you like ten times. <laughs> this is how this is going to end. Yep, yep, yep. Yes, yeah. every one of you are stealing my answers. Yes. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's because we the, all the, the, the big one. With- the big one for me is balance. That's probably yes. the most difficult part for me in parenting is being able to balance the spiritual, practical, and mental, emotional side of things. Yes. And so when I'm when I'm reactive. And wanting to rip their heads off, I have to mm-hmm. keep the balance of. Oh yeah. Okay. What you know? So yeah. that is probably the most difficult. And trying not to, as much as I think I'm right, I I, I don't ever want to be accused of not allowing them to experience for themselves the same lessons that I had to have, even if it means that they are making mistakes. And now it doesn't mean I'm not mm-hmm. going to warn them like you're talking mm-hmm. about. But it, it does mean that I'm I'm going to allow them to suffer the ramifications of those actions, which in in balance in itself, like okay, give an example. If I set a, a rent and I say okay, I'm preparing you for life. I know what the purpose mm-hmm. of that is, mm-hmm. and then set that down as that's the parameter. And then they come and they say, which has never happened by the way. My kids have always been very very good about taking care of business. But um, if they were to come and say I'm having a hard time with this and this having that balance enough to know okay when is it appropriate to help Mm. and when is it appropriate to go all right i'm going to step in and give you Mm -hmm. i'm going to give you a life lesson here you have to uh i remember when grayson this last um last summer was was having a problem with his car his air conditioning went out and everything i had the wherewithal to go ahead and just take care of it Mm -hmm. and i did help him with warranty stuff and calling the warranty company and that was stressful, and if, if I would have tried to hand that to him, he would have exploded. We would have found pieces of racing everywhere. But um, he he did what he could, and I saw that he was making the effort. And the balance part of that was how much do I – he needs to come up with the financial side of things and make sure that he's paying what he needs to pay to make that happen. But I'm going to handle the things that I knew he couldn't. And to find that balance there mm-hmm. was very mm-hmm. – that was very difficult because I just wanted to take care of it. But I, mm-hmm. I knew that if I did, I would rob him of an opportunity to, yeah. to grow to and to yeah. figure out what it was going to take to get his car fixed. And yeah. mm-hmm. rightfully so, now that, that that's happened, he knows that, 
well, I got to save up and I got to make sure that there's enough money in the bank account to, if something like that mm-hmm. happens, I got to make sure that I have that kind of money in the bank account to do that, which he learned the hard way because mm-hmm. he didn't have air conditioning for a little bit until he was able to afford it. So mm-hmm. um, that's one of the most challenging things. Okay, here's the next thing. Um, uh, I got to brag on my son just real quick. Which son? Aiden. Aiden, okay. Because there's like, only 12,000 of them. I know. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so Aiden... <laughs> Aiden has just—he's seventeen. He's about to be eighteen, and he just like when I was flipped 17. a switch, and now he's just becoming this young adult. He he fixed his own vehicle. He wrecked it first, but he fixed it himself. <laughs> and um, I just—he's going to work. He's working hard. He's—I'm just really proud of him. He's becoming that man, and it's really neat to watch. That's awesome. This is not the one that was like. What what's going on here? What? No, no, that's, that's another. Those yeah. those are the. Yeah, we're not going to talk about I'm still that. We're praying not for him. We're not, and we didn't need to know if it was a him or her because now we're just narrowing it down. Yeah. Thank you very much, Steve. Okay, so here's the next question that I got for you. What is in your in your in your mind? And this is going to require some introspection. Uh, what do you think you did wrong in parenting? Oh yeah, okay. Oh, you want to jump in that? I've been, you, I've been perfect in every way. Like, yeah. <laughs> Do we have to narrow it down? To well, like, I would say you're, <laughs> I, we could say, I could say your biggest regret or one that you're willing to share as far as hardship goes. Okay. Because I, I think I'll unless share. people know that we're being real, I don't think they're going to be able mm-hmm. to take us seriously. So I'm, I'm going to tell you okay. mine and, okay. and, and, and I, it's my biggest okay. regret. I have mine. Okay. I have so mine too. Todd, you're up. You already kind of shared yours. Yeah. I, I yeah. can share mine. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. So. Well, one thing that I regret is even though I was present, I wasn't present sometimes. Mm. So I regret that uh, that I didn't invest more of my time mm. whenever I, especially with the ones that were taken, that I'm not able to spend that time with anymore. Mm. So what I've done is I was like, okay, I'm not going to let that happen again. I'm going to try to make sure that I'm every time I can, I'm going to be present there even though i'm there i want to be present with them and i want to make sure that uh, they they know that i care about what they care about and that and then i'm there for them mm. it's a good yeah. answer it's good and i'm giving todd the pass because he would he had that big regret one during the getting to know you thing that i feel like that's probably uh-huh. the best answer that you had on for for this question as well so and you it was good if you have another one you want to share you can but i'll i'm gonna go ahead head to joanna and then you can share yours if you want but Go ahead, Joe. Uh, spoiling my kids. Oh, you, your biggest regret was that you didn't spoil. Them, no, did? that no, that I she, have. That, that she oh, okay. has. Yeah, I think we all have. Well, and it's it's kind of like you said, the balance thing. It's hard mm-hmm. because Donnie and I both grew up in households where there wasn't mm-hmm. a lot. You know, we. Mm-hmm. We, if somebody, I mean, God forbid, one of me and my brothers had to go to the doctor. We literally lived on beans and cornbread for a month. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was no extra. There was, you know, if we wanted something, we had no choice but to work for it. Now mm-hmm. we were, me and my brothers were lucky in the fact that my dad would pay us to work for him. So we had that opportunity, even as young kids, to earn money. I mean, I had like the Dave Ramsey. Before it was Dave Ramsey envelope mm-hmm. system going on when I was 10 years old. Wow. So, like, I've always been very aware of that. But mm-hmm. I feel like there's a 
there's a really hard balance there in going from two parents who had nothing and and growing up in that type of hardship mm-hmm. and then we look at our kids and we don't want them to feel the same hardships that we felt and we want them to have better than what we had and then you realize oh well now they're just ungrateful yeah <laughs> like in like that in that process you, uh, i agree there's some entitlement things that exist. yes and mm-hmm. and it's i mean it they're not I don't want to sound like they're just the most ungrateful kids ever, but there are moments mm-hmm. when there's this little attitude of, well, I want that and I should have it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, hmm, yeah, that's not going to work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and so yeah. it's like, there, I feel. You want I, it? There's work. Yeah. Go, go get it. So I regret <laughs> that I haven't started that i didn't start this attitude of if you want it you better work for it mm-hmm. you know if you want that that pair of ridiculously priced shoes you better get your butt out in the yard and, and wash the car you better do some laundry you yeah. better go mop some floors or something I, I regret that i didn't start that sooner mm-hmm. okay uh, my my dad I love my dad. One of the things he used to say to me when I would come up to him and <laughs> say, I want this. And I had that same kind of attitude. Mm-hmm. And he would go, well, and guy's going to have to pardon my, my French here. Uh, but he, he would go, well, you could want in one hand mm-hmm. and crap in the other and see which one fills up faster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> For all yeah. you that are offended by crap. <laughs> You probably well, dad don't. didn't. Dad we didn't cuss much. Dad didn't cuss much when we were a girl because he knew as as soon as he did me being the obstinate idiot that I was, mm-hmm. I would totally repeat that word at least twenty oh, yeah. times at in least. the same <laughs> moment, and he'd be like, "Oh gosh, why did I say that?" Mm-hmm. Okay, so if you want to share, you can, but I'm going to go ahead and and, and no, go. No, it's okay, it's uh, uh, my my biggest regret is um, uh, my 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 disciplinary standards sometimes were. A bit too. I, I can't do much to change the um, the conflict between entitlement versus because I think those are teachable moments that happen often, and this world exists. And while we're living, I know that's maybe a, a regret for you, but I, I I'm I'm listening to that going. I, that's just naturally that's going to happen. That because people think that somebody else has something i need it to mm-hmm. and thank god that you're there to to counteract that mm-hmm. and and i think we've all with kids mm-hmm. had that mindset where well i deserve this and i should get it and you're like let me throw an elbow in you and make sure mm-hmm. you understand that you're not as big as you think you are but my my problem was overreacting sometimes to things that probably didn't deserve the, the reaction, reaction that it got and my, my big story and I've always I've had talks with with Gabriel about this um, so I can say this and, and use this as an example um, one time he came home and there was stuff that was going on I knew it was going on and I walked into and you guys probably heard this story a thousand times but I'm going to say it again just because we're talking about parenting and uh, he wouldn't look me in the eye and come to find out that there was stuff that I didn't know about even though I had found out something by, by looking in his car. And uh, I was already mad about what I had found in his car, but to come and find out that there was more to it than that. And I just, I, I went off. I, I went, went to the, went to the dark side and did Darth Vader, you know, the, the mm-hmm. whole thing. And, and, uh, it, it, it ended out okay. 
but for the rest of my life, I probably will regret that those moments. Uh, they're still etched in my head as this is not this is not Christ-like. This is not a Christ-like response. This is not how I would react. This is not, and even though I had that voice in my mind saying this isn't this mm-hmm. isn't right. This isn't. I still was so um, driven to make the point that I I didn't do it in the right way, and that that matters. Mm-hmm. When when you're out of balance in that, and that, like I said, that's probably the hardest thing about parenting for me is that balance of being able to understand and, and discern how far is too far. And I, I don't care who you are, you're going to make mistakes. But that was my that's probably the biggest regret that I've had, and I've had it with with mm-hmm. Grayson too. I probably not as share or have at liberty to to share some of the things that um, all the struggles that we've had in that capacity. But I will say that. Um, that has been probably my greatest regret is my, I, I've been tough um, in places sometimes where I shouldn't have been. I'm not saying that at all times I shouldn't have been tough, but I'm just saying that I, I overreacted, um, especially in that one instance that I, I'm telling you guys about. That's that, that, that'll always be a regret. I continually apologize to Gabriel about that because I don't think he deserved that response. Um, and, but um it is what it is and i have to forgive myself over that kind of stuff and live over those things but Mm -hmm. at least learn from me that no matter how mad you get Mm -hmm. (laughs) that you need to we'll talk about biblical parenting in just a second read a couple things to you that some some thoughts that i wrote down but um and the next thing what is your biggest accomplishment do you think what are you most proud about with your kids, how you've raised them or what's going on right now. And I'm not talking about what they're doing. I'm talking about what you've done with your kids, your biggest accomplishment with your kids. Hmm. You guys are looking at me because it's, because it's your turn. Dude. It's your turn. <laughs> you got to, you got to Nello on that last one. So this yeah. time you get to, he's <laughs> like, yeah. Todd's like, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> that book right on over um these are not easy no they're not they're really not um i I have to admit that my accomplishments i think you say not what has happened but i mean if i look at an accomplishment i look at how since we're talking about raising children what do you have to compare it to if you're style or your method worked um but to see in the end if your son or daughter has actually taken what you've you you've tried to instill in them apply it and then successfully walk that out yeah yeah i was going to say conquer the world but that's not right <laughs> they're not going to conquer the world you Con- haven't even done that yet yeah. <laughs> yeah, i'm still working on conquering the garden the world. so yeah <laughs> those um, stinking vines man they're done that would go ahead right? Splash bugs too. Um, oh gosh i know that i had a moment in my life and it was about 25 years old my stepdad had raised me from when i was about six years old until i was about 17 and so we kept in touch after him and my mom had gotten divorced and it was it was an eye-opening experience at the age of 25 i'd gone through some traumatic things and done some stupid things and 
man, I made a lot of dumb decisions. Even though he told me, don't do that, don't do this, don't do that. <laughs> Sounds familiar. I mean, I can't imagine how many times he gave me financial advice. And I remember the day I turned 18 years old and I got my first credit card. And I was so excited because I did it. I signed for it. I sent it off. It, it came in the mail. I was excited. And he's like, okay, put that away. Are you kidding me? That's free money. I'm going to use that. Free money. Yeah. <laughs> that sucks. Show of hands that anybody thought that when you got the credit card. No, I'm yeah. just being honest. Yeah. Free money. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody, free just money. Gave, somebody just gave it to me. <laughs> Sears, Jay-Z pennies. I mean, all those guys. And then <laughs> I ended up I ended up jacking up like $73,000 worth Whoa! of debt. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. Car included or? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh my oh, goodness. Car included. Okay. So I got my car and I got all these credit cards. And okay, we're, we're supposed to be talking about your greatest accomplishment here. <laughs> well, so, well, and, and so I think when I look at accomplishments, at the age of 25, I realized I had really screwed up and that I needed to make amends. And I remember having a conversation with him. Um, over lunch and I just told him what had happened in my life and I was super sorry that I didn't listen to him and where should I go from here and he explained to me you, well first get rid of your debt don't be dumb Yeah, stop acquiring more and so from that point I started doing that but that was my that was kind of my pivoting point where I said okay this is where everything he tried to teach me I now recognized and was going to be like, okay, I'm going to go forward with this. Mm -hmm. I tell you that story because I recently had a, an epiphany with my son who, you know, came to me and said, you know, you, you had, you, you taught me all this stuff. I didn't listen, but now I am and we're going forward and it's working. Mm -hmm. And so I think when it comes to accomplishments, I can't really say what, I did that would be such a, a inspiring accomplishment because I didn't push anybody to be a doctor. I didn't push anybody to be the the, the next president, mm -hmm. which you could say that would be an accomplishment. Mm -hmm. But I did try to instill in them: be a good person, mm -hmm. love one another, and help others. And as you, as we all know. Uh, you know, I'm looking around at you guys, listening to your stories. Kids will be kids. They'll, mm -hmm. make oh, own, yeah. they'll make their own decisions. And this entitlement thing, you're right, Joanna. I look back in my life, I didn't want for anything. Mm -hmm. But my parents didn't have a lot of money. But if I wanted the new pair of Nikes, I got them. I'll never forget the day I got a new pair of Nikes and I stepped in dog crap. Sorry, said that word French. Oops, yeah, Anyways. sorry. Yeah, we've already designated that to be an already dirty. So I knew I couldn't bring those shoes in the house. Now they were brand new shoes. I shouldn't have been outside playing with them. Much less stepping in. Yeah. Right. Uh -huh. yeah. And so I left them on the front porch. And they're gone. One, the one with crap. Something took off with it, an animal or whatever. I don't know. Oh, interesting. But that shoe was gone. The one-legged man. They, yeah, right? <laughs> so when I told my mom, she's like, you're kidding, right? Looking at me like, you are so stupid that you left your shoes outside. You didn't clean them off and then bring them in. You left them outside just to deal with them, what, later? And so, you know, I, I sit there and think about how, how can we get past 
all the troubles we have in, ch- in children today. But then you got to go way back in time. And I have to ask myself, back in the 40s, 50s, 60s, did parents have the same problem? Mm-mm. No, maybe. Some in their own them. way. In their own way. Some yeah. of them, yes. Yeah. But in their own way. They I don't had think challenges. It's near what it is mm-hmm. now. But it was more family oriented. Oh, yeah. well, that, without yeah. a doubt. They did definitely didn't have the immensity of information mm-hmm. that was coming at them all the time mm-hmm. like they do today. Yeah. But if you were to ask, like, if you were to ask my grandmother, 98 year old grandmother, about the, the, the same issues that we're talking about today, mm-hmm. she'd have some of the same answers too. You know, oh yeah, attitude know. is attitude. Yeah. That really hasn't yeah. changed over the millennia. Just back then, they could. <laughs> I mean, the bust Bible talks about Adam and Eve too. So you know, hey. <laughs> I, I would I would venture to say that one of the one of the greatest accomplishments that we can have is that we do exactly what Proverbs twenty two says: what we train up a child in the way he should go. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. and so when he grows older. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But see, older is a very relative and subjective uh-huh. term, and some uh-huh. kids don't get older until 40 right <laughs> some kids yeah. i look there are some 70 year olds that i've pastored that aren't older <laughs> right yeah, yeah. and they yeah. still have not matured we call that arrested mm-hmm. development by the way in psychological terms mm-hmm. but yeah I, I would say that that's a massive accomplishment bro because yeah. when you're when you're looking at your kids and you have learned from your mistakes and it's not only a testament to your upbringing but it's also a testament of what has been instilled in your life from experiential wisdom which is love plus knowledge, okay? And you've taken that and you've given it to your kids. There's no greater accomplishment mm-hmm. than than setting that out. I mean, honestly, that that's that's what every one of us should be striving to do and accomplish is to now that's going to look like for you that's that's a big accomplishment because that was a big problem in your life. Mm-hmm. You know, $72,000 of debt or whatnot and you were able to get out from underneath that hole, but you didn't want your kids to be in there and you instilled that in them and even though mm-hmm. they made their own mistakes, that's a big accomplishment. I've I've trained you enough to n- now instead of getting seventy two thousand dollars in debt, mm-hmm. now you've learned your lesson before that. Mm-hmm. Boom! I mean that's that's massive. Oh, yeah. I agree. That's I agree. massive, that's and that that and is it's not something that you can do on your own. Obviously, I think that no, the Lord yeah. is obviously in, in in involved in that. But at the yeah. same time, bro, you, you take take pride in that. That's that's pretty awesome. Awesome. What about you, Steve? What do you think, man? What do you what do you, what do you think is your greatest accomplishment as a parent? Okay, so one thing I, I do appreciate is I guess we've taught our kids how to be respectful. So they are respectful when they go to other people's houses, when they we hear back that they are a joy to be with. So, our, so we must be doing something right. <laughs> <laughs> it's always good when they do act have better some way. wonderful kids. Um, we're very blessed. Um, and I, I really am uh, to see Aiden. Uh, grow to this young young man, and he's taken on the responsibility of. How old is eighteen? He's seventeen, right? Seventeen. He's going to be eighteen. This so there, there next are, month. There are you, you. Be warned, all of you teenager parents out there, and I'm sure Todd will. Oh, you're fired! Oh no, you did the ultimate <sighs> sin. You this sinner. this company, I should answer it just to give them a hard time because this company, Optum RX prescriptions has called me every day about a refill reminder okay a refill reminder anyways so warnings for all teenagers and uh, every one of us will probably say the same thing they are going to show bright spots every now and again yes but they will absolutely (laughs) (laughs) 
re- retreat back to uh, yeah uh-huh. the status quo. Yeah, well, Let me give, give me your phone. Oh no, yeah. <laughs> you're grounded again. So, but yeah. but again, if I if again if I compare though, mm-hmm. if I compare one with the other one, like if I say because I know you, it's easy for us to want to rush people along and go, okay, well, this guy at 17, he's showing this and he's doing all this and this is so great and I'm so happy about this and then look at the other one and go, well, what's wrong with you? No, don't do and that. You know, well, no, 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 you're, yeah. I know you're not. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm yeah. just saying that the, the temptation is to glory in those things, those little bright spots that, because it gives us so much hope. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Just the reminder that, okay. You can see the light at the end of the there's day. There's still growth, even in us. Yeah. We've, my, my, my dad, one of the, one of the funniest things he ever says was, you know what? You're becoming a, a really great young man, you know? And mm-hmm. for dad, that's the bright spots, but he knows that there are still certain areas in my life that he would like to see smoothed out. And I think that's a, a wise way of looking. I think it's the way Jesus looks at us. He's like, okay, you, you got that. You got the right. You're, you're pleasing me in this area. Mm-hmm. I, I know that there are other areas that we need to work on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but the accomplishment is that yeah. you've instilled yeah. things and you've done a good job. And, and they're obviously, um, you got some great kids, dude. Yeah, they're great. You do. You got some great kids, man. Mm-hmm. I like Ian. I like I him a lot, man. Ian. He's got a big heart, dude. And he, he is. And he, he plays with a lot of heart, from yes, what I he understand. Does. He's the smallest one on the team, but he's the heart of the team. Yeah. Awesome. That's cool. It's it's yeah. Bella that yeah. you're going to have to, you know, have a gun at well, your okay, side for so, all yeah. these other she definitely. Is too pretty and for her. Too there's pretty. a guy named Austin, so we need to uh, <laughs> Oh uh-oh. Uh, we're naming is, names is, here. He's bigger yeah. than I am, so mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. And she wasn't yeah. supposed to, I I forgot to tell her the criteria. They have to be <laughs> smaller than your dad. So your biggest accomplishment is you think instilling and respect. Yeah. Okay. And then to your other thing, other words, sometimes it's easier to discipline other kids because there's others that don't know how to shut this thing whenever you're talking to them. And then they escalate. And that's whenever you say things, even the, the other person that maybe can do something worse that deserves more punishment because of the way they react they don't mouth off mm. <laughs> their punishment is a lot less because they're just how they handle it but we have certain he's people. getting all flustered folks he's getting red in the <laughs> face and and, 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 they don't do nothing really wrong but they just don't know how to keep this thing under control keep the mouth yeah mm. and they may or may not have had that problem escalates mm-hmm. and then you say things you don't need to say because <laughs> they won't mm-hmm. They uh-huh. just keep, uh-huh. Yeah. So, uh, so I, they're hold on. So they're they're crazy is bringing out your crazy. Yes, right. Uh-huh. And then there's other ones that. So, make and you were saying something about logic just a little bit ago. Yeah. So should should that logic exist? Where if they it do something not. bad, we that we go into something. Our stuff, but yeah. that mouth just does something. <laughs> It's and so all true. of a sudden, your logic goes. Hey, what's your? <laughs> hey, I need to call your mom. I want to call your mom real quick, and I, I want to see. Yeah. I never would mouth off to my mom like that because I would have been hurt. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. it's funny, Steve. I, I've seen I've seen that that battle. I've seen that battle in in firsthand. Like with who? With with uh, you? Was, with, no, talking about was, you. I'm just talking about in other people's families. I've seen that battle where that mouth just keeps running, mm-hmm. and that parent. They're just getting flustered, and that kid just keeps talking. 
mm-hmm. just keeps mouthing off. Mm-hmm. And I think to myself, dude, you already lost the battle. Yeah. Uh-huh. As soon as the kid starts running uh-huh. his mouth, that's right. He's trying to show his dominance or yes. her dominance mm-hmm. and trying to say, uh-huh. I am I am more than you. Uh-huh. And I have a louder voice. Uh-huh. There's another proverb that says, spoil the rod, spoil the child. Spare the rod. Spare the rod. Spare the rod. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, again, we're talking about your greatest accomplishments, though. I know. You know I know you're venting my a little bit. My accomplishments is I can keep my cool sometimes. <laughs> oh, there you go. I think every parent's greatest accomplishment is if they made it out alive. All right, Joe. <laughs> we're good. Is that your greatest accomplishment? Is that what you're going to say? Is that no, you made it out alive? No, but, no. Okay. So what? what is yours? Uh, that's maybe my second greatest accomplishment. <laughs> um didn't end up in jail. Okay, so uh, a couple years ago, we had a moment. Oh, and uh, I love those. Uh-huh, moments are nice. Yeah, it, it was a moment that totally went over my kids' heads, but it, it struck me hard. Mm. So we were at church camp, mm-hmm. and uh, the very last night of church camp, um, our speaker, Manny something i lost it but um he delivered this really incredible message about um family curses you do not have to be your parents you know talking to kids who have grown up in less than stellar conditions yes trying to give them hope Mm -hmm. that you you do not have to continue the cycles of your parents. You mm-hmm. do not have to, right. you know, keep yeah. the same sins as your parents. The same. You know, you're not destined or predestined to be your parents. Right, right, right. right. And um, breaking the cycle of abuse and and all this stuff. And with my background, I mean, it it genuinely ministered to me. It was really powerful. Um, I was able to to stop and talk to, you know, one boy whose um, father had just got put in prison mm-hmm. and he was dealing with that and, you know, he just wanted to be better than his parents. And so for me, that that evening was super, super powerful. And I know for several other kids in the group, it was super powerful. And so on the way home, um, I asked, I w- was driving the car that had um, my kids and just a couple of their close friends and um i said well what did what did y'all think about that message last night that was pretty powerful and you know one of the one of the guys goes yeah yeah it was pretty good and my two kids were like well i mean it it was okay i'm like what do you mean it was it was okay i was like that was a powerful message and my oldest daughter said well, yeah, but it didn't really affect us. We don't really have to worry about that. We don't. We don't have that problem. And I remember. It, I mean, it was all I could do to keep driving home because I remember thinking, if you had any idea, yeah, yeah, what kind of goodness God has given us that you don't have that problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So that. It, Hmm. And coming from yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That was 
Yep. That was that was my my parent moment going, okay. Doing something right. This is the first time. And I told, I said, okay, this is the first time I will ever allow you guys to dismiss a sermon right there. I'll give you a pass. <laughs> <laughs> because I, give a pass. I, I just They'll realize going, God, I'm, I'm so thankful yeah. that yeah. that sermon mm-hmm. yep. didn't affect my kids. There's a, there's a lot of background into that. Mm-hmm. We're all... Because that 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 in itself is a testimony to, I can I can utilize my trauma mm-hmm. and use it as an excuse, or I can use it as a stepping stone to become go. something better. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think that like I can only speak for myself here, but to utilize my trauma and then propagate that in levels there, that happens. That's that's what we call mm-hmm. a generational curse. Is mm-hmm. if if I allow the trauma to to define me. Mm-hmm. Then I end up passing that along through through generations, 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 mm-hmm. generations. Mm-hmm. But if I allow, and that's where that you know that is a huge accomplishment to allow the love of Jesus to transform our hearts and to become something different in spite of what had happened in our lives, and the Lord uses that mm-hmm. to make something good. Then with our kids, those things don't even my kids don't even understand how something like that can happen. Mm-hmm. But when they when they look yeah. at me, they see something else. Again, mm-hmm. I would say that that's probably my greatest accomplishment as well, is, is saying that, okay, yes, there are things in my life that have happened, things that I'm not proud of, but even further back, there mm-hmm. are things that, with trauma that has happened in my life that I, I could have allowed to be excuses or, or do things that are, are hideous and terrible to my family and be an example of that and propagate that into my kids' lives, my family's mm-hmm. life, my wife's life. But um, instead, allowing my life to be transformed by the love of Jesus mm-hmm. and allowing that to become something of a testimony and a, uh, a growing point to where now mm-hmm. my kids, like you're saying, they don't even understand that, that, that mentality. They will. When they have kids and they mm-hmm. see the importance of not, mm-hmm. they'll go, thank God that you didn't acquiesce to that or you didn't mm-hmm. allow yourself to live in that. And do I, I want to make it clear. <laughs> I'm not saying that I did not have problems uh, what I, and I, or that it isn't even a struggle because it is. It absolutely mm-hmm. is a struggle. But when 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 you have those moments where you're like, I don't understand, my, my kids don't understand that that dilemma. They may understand the man side of things and the temptations that come along with those things, but with the trauma like that, they will never, and thank God, they will never have mm-hmm. to deal with that. Not that I know of, not that I've ever been told anything, mm-hmm. um, but I'm just saying, I don't think that's, I, I'm, 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 very, I'm very honored that the Lord has allowed that to become a stepping stone instead of a stumbling block. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very, I'm, yeah. that's a very big accomplishment of him mm-hmm. in my life, and hopefully I feel like that's a lot of work on my part to make sure that that doesn't get transcended into my kids. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I want to get into this conversation because um, we're I don't want to run too much longer. Okay. Uh, so biblically, mm-hmm. um, there's there's a lot of stuff about parenting in the Bible mm-hmm. as far as raising your kids and laws and Levitical pretext and things mm-hmm. like that. I'm not going to get into that, but I'm going to say generally as a pastor and as for all of us in here, and you guys can disagree, yeah. we can have that conversation, but I, I wrote down four things that I believe are biblical things that we need to be about with our kids. Number one, mm-hmm. I think we need to pray for our kids constantly. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, I think definitely. they're bombarded with stuff Especially all the time. Stuff they have to go through, yes. Oh, yeah. And sc- mm-hmm. if they're in public school systems, um, yes. 
I don't only think you should pray with your, your with your spouse, but I also think that you should offer to pray with your kids yep. as often as you can. Oh, wow! Um, and That's that way, man. there's an exampleship of there. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not going to say that I'm I'm the best at that, but I, I, mm-hmm. I it's something that I I wish mm-hmm. I would have worked on a little bit more. Uh, number two. I think we need to teach them the ways of the Lord. Mm-hmm. I think that's mm-hmm. biblical. I think yes. we need to put them in places where they can learn. But not only that, I think you need to teach them at home more than what you're relying the pastor to do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then three, the way, the best way to teach them is to live that out in exampleship. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the fourth, which is the hardest part, um, is discipline them in the same manner the Lord disciplines us. Mm-hmm. And um, my my dad gave me a good piece of advice when when Gabriel Gabriel was first born he he quoted the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and he said your 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 mother was a nurturer, but she was able to evoke a response in you because you respected the father, mm-hmm. and he said it's not because you thought that I was going to harm you, or that you thought that I was out to get you, but you respected who I was, you respected my position, and you wanted to please and honor me. You wanted to please your mother too, but not not as much. You know, <laughs> you're you're with your mom all the time. So he said, what I implemented, and I did this with my kids too. My my mom was a nurturer, and so um, she would put the band aids on, and she would comfort. She'd be mama bear, and she'd go and fight mm-hmm. battles and be at games and things like that. And then if I did something wrong, the mm-hmm. the statement would be. Wait till, your wait till your dad gets wait home. Wait till your dad gets yeah, home. Yeah, wait till your father gets home, which was not a bad thing, but it was a the fear of the Lord mm-hmm. is the beginning of wisdom. And so in my family, what it has become is, you know, the fear of dad is the beginning of wisdom because your dad doesn't <laughs> want anything that is contrary to what is going to be good for you. Good for you, yeah. mm-hmm. And if I find out that you are doing things that are not good for you, you need to fear your father. Mm-hmm. Just like anybody that would stand up against you needs to fear your dad. Why? Because I'm out to make sure that you're protected and mm-hmm. that you're not you're not a threat to yourself. Yeah. Um, and so militantly, uh, Cheryl would be the nurturer, and she'd be the one that go in and go, oh, are you okay? Mm-hmm. Is everything all right? How's your knee? And I'd be like, rub some dirt on it, dude. Get out there and go <laughs> do it again, whatever. Sometimes that was a mistake. Am I gonna? You can go out of balance mm-hmm. on that. But I think that with with the Lord, I think it's the same way. I think mm-hmm. that there is nurturing. The Holy Spirit comes in and, and he does comfort and he does counsel. But I think that there is also that that lordship principle where, like what Joseph said in Genesis, where he said, how could I do this thing against the Lord my God? There's a reckoning that has to happen when we understand his, his high position as the authority of our lives it should lead us to a reckoning to what we are doing. It shouldn't be so lax and so um, uh, dumbed down that we think that, oh, well, in fact, I had this comment today at Cracker Barrel. Somebody said, well, you can just ask God for forgiveness. You know, go mm-hmm. ahead and lie, but ask God for forgiveness. I'm like, no, that's not. That's not a get out of jail free no, card. No, I don't think that's, I think you misunderstand. He's still God and he's still mm-hmm. an authority and he still should be feared. And I think some parents, that dynamic may not work and you know mm-hmm. you may not have a good dad at home or you may not but you need to remember that if we're disciplining like our parents our like parents should discipline as far as the way the lord does that mm-hmm. you have to find that balance you mm-hmm. have to be able to find that mm-hmm. where there is love and acceptance and mm-hmm. grace and mercy but there's also reckoning there's judgment there mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. there is a righteous 
protection that mm-hmm. exists to make sure that you are having what is best for your yes. life. Mm-hmm. And as far as kids are concerned, with us, all of us, I think mm-hmm. all of us can. I, now, I'm not going yeah. to speak for you guys, so if you want to have that conversation, we can. Mm-hmm. But we we have to make sure that we are standing up and and protecting and doing what yeah. we believe is best not what everybody else believes mm-hmm. what is best mm-hmm. but what we know because we you know uh, my kids i've been with them for 18 20 years so this principle that everybody else is going to know better than i do on mm-hmm. how to raise my kids nope yeah. you want to get daddy a little upset about that you yeah. start telling me how i should raise my kids same thing with you guys i'm sure don't tell a mama how to raise her kids <laughs> <laughs> No. Uh-uh. So I'm not telling you how you should do it. Mm-hmm. I'm just telling you that biblically, I think yeah. we should strike the balance that God does with us yeah. or try to. And we're not going to do it all right. Yeah. But, Mm-mm. you know, at least we give it any anything you guys want to add. Yeah. Um, now, with my kids, my kids know that, hey, I love the Lord and the Lord is is, is the one I serve in our family. And they know I love I love I love Laura. I just love my wife. And they know that I love them. What was really cool is we tell them we love them all the time. It was really neat the other day. I mean, before they get out of the car, or what, different. Th- and anytime we can, we tell them we love them. Mm-hmm. And we, I said, we said we love you, love you. And and it was cool. Our 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 exchange students said, love you too. <laughs> <laughs> is he still here? Uh, yeah, he's here. He'll be here till. Um, oh, y'all haven't chained be, him up? No, no. Oh, he's, okay. aw- he's, aw- <laughs> he's awesome. He is such a good young man i'm we're good. blessed to have him good um but that was kind of cool he knows mm-hmm. he can there i guess they, my kids know we love them mm-hmm. even though we have to discipline them sometimes and everything they know that we love them there's nothing wrong with having a conversation in the discipline about why you're disciplining mm-hmm. or uh, sure. walking into a place and having a conversation with my son who is 20 um, and talking to him about jobs, talking to him about the future, talking and, and continually having those conversations. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with doing that. They may not like it and they may not, they may act pretty annoyed when it happens. Mm-hmm. But the fact of the matter is that you're not trying to be their best friend. Mm-hmm. I want them to know that I love them, mm-hmm. but I also want them to know that, you know, hands are for shaking, backs are for patting, and butts are for kicking. Mm-hmm. Amen. <laughs> Coincidentally, I take the same approach to pastoring. All right, so anyways. He does. It's so true. It's amazing. Oh, my goodness. And I make the same mistakes in pastoring, too. (laughs) There's no perfect solution, and there's no manual except for the Bible. And without Holy Spirit, you probably are going to make a whole lot more mistakes. So Mm -hmm. make sure and and talk to the Lord about that. Anything Mm -hmm. else anybody wants to add to this? I'm talking a lot. You have anything you want to say? I could tell Todd does. He's just not talking. <laughs> Come on, Todd. That's always what he's not saying, by the way. Yes. Read his mind. I am I like to marinate. Uh-huh. Mm. So I like to soak it in. Mm-hmm. Which is why you don't get the conversation before uh, we actually had the podcast. Because I want the reaction. Right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Right? Yep. No, I mean, I'm good. I'm You're good. good. You, I'm good. You don't say anything. Well, I mean, I think a lot of... I knew it. it, it <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of problems that, that stem in, in the household um, are usually what I see is because there's a divided parent. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Two parents. They have not to be on, on the same, same page. page. Now, if there's a divorce in the way... That's even advantage worse. Of that. mm-hmm. Because yeah. kids will play each other off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true, very true. And 
I think that's that's a big that's a big thing that I see nowadays mm-hmm. that probably wasn't before my time. Mm-hmm. Mm. I think that parents, if they're not on the same page, their child is going to grow up wishy-washy. You're going to get that child who yells over you. You're going to get the, the child that is defiant, that is mm-hmm. going to tell you that I don't need to do this mm-hmm. because the other let them off. Mm-hmm. The other one let them talk. Mm-hmm. There's always another side. Mm-hmm. So the one thing I will say about me and my wife is that we're always on the same page. There's only been about two incidences where I can say that she a little undermined me. And we had to have a discussion about it. <laughs> we had to have a discussion <laughs> about it. So it's not always. Yeah. Man. The, the infinitive no, doesn't exist, by the way. That's not a fair statement. All good now. Yeah. Now, now, now that he laid the law on the paddle down. Yes, well, and true. now that I'm able to bring her to the light and say, look, because of bring your doing. Oh, no. Oh, hold on. How did you? I, yeah, did I'm you looking at the blind reaction the from Joanna here. Bring her to the light. Because obviously <laughs> she <laughs> was the wrong one. Yep. Wow. I've never brought one oh, to light ever. <sighs> but because I like to let it marinate, I let it play through, and I go, okay. So did you see how that worked out for you? Do you know how blessed you are that you were actually right? Yeah, because yes. if you'd been wrong, you'd be screwed. <laughs> You're, right. You're right. Have you ever been wrong? Uh, when it comes to kids, just say yes. It's okay. Just say yes, Todd. Yes. We all yeah, okay. have. Okay. Just sure say I'm yes. Sure. Okay. I can't remember. Well, I, I, I never <laughs> was wrong. My I memory. was mistaken. There have been many times, and when I, a statement that I've said to my kids is, as it pertains to you, I'm always right. Mm-hmm. And that's when it comes to kid. Like I, th- I think I know what Todd's talking about, where he says, "Yeah, as it when it comes to the kids, as it pertains to you, I'm always right." The hierarchy of the and the authority of the home should be where if if I am if I'm a good father and I'm established in the home as the head of the household in that capacity. And and some some families are not like that. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that it, it's it this is a universal concept. What I'm saying is that with Todd, he's coming from a place of I have the best interests for these kids at heart. And I need you to trust me when I have mm-hmm. experiential not. And if something comes in, that's the protect mode. Mm-hmm. Where if you're undermining that position, it's counterproductive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we need sure. to have a talk. What you need is a good spanking. All right. So I'm. <laughs> yeah. So I understand what he's saying. At, at the same time, I'm. I, I can understand what Joanna's saying. There's got to be a team approach and yeah. a talk about. Yeah. All right. But okay, Todd. Mm-hmm. Just to play devil's advocate. Good. My parents were consistently on the same page and i mean they they would go into the room and not come out for hours at a time because they would have a conversation about you know how they were supposed to handle us behind closed doors so that we didn't see it when we came out they were united do you think that that is a guarantee that you're not going to have a defiant child no. no. Okay. You shut your mouth when you're talking to me, dude. You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. Yeah, look at you. Yeah, y'all shut up. So <laughs> I don't need this kind of abuse. I can go home for this kind of abuse. I, I think that today <laughs> the today concept of raising a child has so many other uh influences. I mean, I'm not talking about today. I'm talking about back then. I know, I know, I know, but look back then, when did you get a cell phone? When I was 22. 
22? Yeah. Okay. That's not bad. I was out of the house. You well, the house? I was I was in the house a little bit, but not much. Okay. And it didn't have any any of this stuff uh, on it. Yeah. 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 It's called yeah. People. I had I had a game called Snake on the Nokia fifty one twenty. And and I could oh, I, that one. I could throw it in hot lava. And still, it would run. It would still yeah. operate. Yeah. yeah. These you things could run were, over with a uh-huh. diesel. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. I had that too. Those things were like a tank. Now, my dad was absolutely a techie dude. He worked for a company called Coologic, which did smart TVs before TVs were smart. Wow. And wow. had boxes on top of them, and they developed this stuff before that. He was involved in that. So he, was, he had cell phones and things like that. But when it came to us... Mm-hmm. It was like if you want on the computer, you have thirty minutes to be on the computer, maybe, maybe. Oh. and that's only if Dad didn't need to get on the computer. And but it was always a unified front. But I'm gonna tell you right now, you were just filled with Satan. There, I, yeah, I needed to, <laughs> I needed to come out of that demon. That's what I needed to do. Uh, me and my brother were both very defiant. I I, I think that the mix all with life. The, the big cement mixer of public school, culture, government, all that mm-hmm. stuff plays. Because you can raise a kid in a godly environment, uh, in a church environment, and you can overchurch that dude to where he doesn't want to be good. And he mm-hmm. wants to explore. And part of, the, part of the, 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 the travesty of this culture is that they're going to make that something that that kid wants to do like mm-hmm. you watch 90210 that was a big thing for my mom you know can't believe i'm letting you watch, watch 90210 and and that mm-hmm. when, when it got bad she was like okay we're turning this off but that alone was enough for me to go no i i think i want a girlfriend that walks around in her bikini top and stuff like that and start thinking about mm-hmm. i don't want to be mr good boy in youth class i want to you know i want a girlfriend and all that stuff. so it didn't matter what my parents said at some point I have to become morally accountable to the things that are in my head. And that's something mm-hmm. the parents need to understand. You are not a failure if your child decides to do something alternate of what you have taught them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, that goes back to the earlier conversation where parents try to instill the greatest that, and you in the way they rebel. should. And yeah. that, yes. yes, that like if I had one piece of advice, that would be it. Because I can't tell you how many other moms that you know i have talked to over the years and if their kid screws up they think oh it's my fault Mm -hmm. because i'm a terrible mother i didn't do this i didn't whatever but if you if you can honestly say as a mom or dad i have or a dad parent whatever if if you have given it your best if you have done what god has asked you to do Mm -hmm. if you have tried to instill the love compassion responsibility all the things that Mm -hmm. create a good person what we think of as a good productive contributing to society person you have done all these things Mm -hmm. it is not your fault if your child chooses to go off the rails go read ezekiel 18 right now if you're struggling with that and you need to understand that there is a moral accountability for each to decide on their yeah. own and God will render each according to their deed. And yeah. I need you to understand also that that whole concept of personifying their choices on you mm-hmm. is, and, and I love you. So I need you to hear what I'm about to tell you as not only a rebuke, but a loving message. Um, you need to trust God with your mistakes mm-hmm. uh, because if you loved him, 
and you were trying to live for him in the upbringing of your kids, you need to trust that even in your weaknesses, he is strong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it is a selfish endeavor to take the guilt of your kids and try to place that on yourself. I'm not saying that God didn't do that with Jesus. I understand that he, mm-hmm. he was able to uh, remedy the atonement situation. But even then, he still renders each according to their deeds. So I'm going to say that um, God does not have a 100% success rate on conversion. We are not universalists. Mm-hmm. We don't believe that every man is saved. Okay, And we believe that even Judas, the, the closest of his followers, there was one that didn't make it. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. So in, in that regard, I just want to make sure you understand that the selfishness of us trying to personify and take those things from our kids Number one, you're going to restrict their growth because you're not allowing them to suffer the ramifications of those actions and trying to say that that was your fault instead of their fault. No, it wasn't. They made the decision. You might have been an influence, but they still made a decision. Number two, you will hurt yourself in the long run with condemnation and heaping yourself in chains Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. you're living in the guilt of what your kids are doing. Your kids are going to make decisions that you don't agree with. You probably need to get used to that idea. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. number three, biggest and best god works all things together for the Mm -hmm. good of those that love him and are called according to his purposes so what joanna is talking about is well okay they're gonna make them they're gonna make a mistake you made a mistake Mm -hmm. you made a mistake if you were doing the best you can with a motive of love Mm -hmm. then that seems to be the overarching opinion every time we get into this podcast as long as your motive is love Mm. all right Mm -hmm. Anything else you might want to talk? That's really good advice, by the way. There was yes. there was a compliment online. We have when parents discuss discipline in front of the child, it also confuses who is the authority in the home. That's a really good. Yeah. Who That's said good that? Point. That is Ashley. Thank Ashley. you, Ashley. Thanks, Ashley. Nice, Ashley. Yeah. You were true. on last week. Was that the same Ashley? Uh-huh. Same uh, you were on last week, Ashley. Good to have hey. you back. Yeah. Yeah. Keep hey, on girl. coming back. Keep on coming back. We love to have you and have your comments. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah. That's good. Yep. Yeah, if you if you're not if you're discussing it in front of the kid and there's a discussion that you're disagreeing with, like mm-hmm. what Todd was talking about and the undermining of that, I think yeah that can cause a a conflict of interest as well, yeah. counterproductive. Yeah, and coincidentally, if there is a weaker argument, if if you know, mm-hmm. let's say the just for kicks and giggles, let's say Todd was wrong, and it sets that conversation up to where Kim, you know you know, has a better perspective instead of there being a vulnerability with that. Usually the guy would be a little bit more prideful in the guarding of that because he wants to make, I'm just saying from experience that he wants to make sure that his kids look at him as an authority. Mm-hmm. And what's good about having that in closed doors is I can be vulnerable enough with my wife to hear her perspective instead of guarding what my kids are seeing from mm-hmm. the outside. Mm-hmm. Out. Does that make sense mm-hmm. to you guys? Yeah, yeah 100%. Yeah. But I don't agree with hiding all marital discussion arguments from your kids. No, I don't agree with that. Because I think it's wise but to discipline. show kids that no marriage is perfect Yes, we're going to disagree. That doesn't mean that we don't love each other. It doesn't mean we're fixing to go out and get divorced. We just have a disagreement, and we're gonna we're gonna work through it. We're gonna talk through it. Like, it's a good I, point. I know lots of kids who never saw mom and dad fight, and then when they get up and get married, the first time they have a fight with their spouse, they're like, "Oh well, this this must be horrible. This must be the end. This, this is it. Let's get divorced." No, case in point. Case in point. So, you meet together, discipline. This is how I'm going to do it, and and this is what. 
this is how it would work out at, at, at PT and Cheryl's house. Mm-hmm. We get in the get in the room. We talk about what happened. You know, we, we cry a little bit because yeah. they, they were stupid. And then we start talking about, well, what's the right course of action? Mm-hmm. And I would always err on the side of, you know, we need to cut the head off mm-hmm. quick. And she would err on the side of, well, we've made the same mistakes and we probably need to let them suffer the ramifications. More more mercy, more grace, mm-hmm. because that's, that's how we set it up. And so ultimately what what happened is I would go, yes, but, and I would say this, and we would come before the kids and I would say, this is what's going to happen. And she would voice, she would go, now your dad thinks this is the best route to go. Mm -hmm. And I'm I'm supporting him on this, but I don't necessarily agree with the, with the Mm -hmm. harshness, but I'm just telling you that this is the way that we're going to go. Now that would drive Todd nuts, but I don't have a problem with disagreement with respect. Mm-hmm. And you can submit. How in the world do I showcase submitting if there is never an opportunity for me to say I trust my wife enough to disagree with her and mm-hmm. to allow her to move on that course of action? Mm-hmm. The same thing with discipline in that case. We've had that problem before, and I have no problem with her saying, this is your dad's decision. I trust him. I may not agree with how he's doing mm-hmm. this, but I totally support what he's doing, and I think well, this mm-hmm. is what's going to happen. Um, now we can have that discussion too, because mm-hmm. Todd's like about to blow up over there. <laughs> Irishman, that's not an undermining. Yeah. No, it's it's no, not. it's well, not. It isn't. He's she's not trying to do something different. She's saying I'm submitting to what I I believe is trustworthy. Yes. Okay, but I what agree. what what picture did that paint? That we didn't agree. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with that? Do you always agree with, with Kim? What's that? Do you always agree with Kim? No. We, okay. When you're coming down to discipline, mm-hmm. okay, you you created a division right there. You do not see it. No. No. Really? Uh-uh. No. You guys don't see a division. No, there. I do not. By stating that, I agree with your father, but I think he was too harsh. No, no I, I don't think that's not, what she not, said. Not when you're coming no, with the, what she's but saying, I'm supporting him because I feel like that is message I, is we don't have to agree on this, but because he is the head of the household, I trust him. This that's, is what's going to happen. That's what's going to happen. That's the way to do it. Oh, so it you're still, you're still, still creating that Unity. front together because you have to stress the, I may no, not I agree, agree with everything, but, but. This is your dad. This is your dad. He's the so, head of the household, and if he says it, that's what, what's going to happen. What's going to happen? Is what's gonna happen. Well, now here's here's the other him. here's the other point to that is that there have been counterbalances to that as well. Where recently, where I am like, we we got to cut the head off the snake, dude. We got to kill this thing and bury it. You know, twelve feet, not six feet, twelve feet under. <laughs> and she's like, no, we don't. And she would say something, and I'd go, I do not agree, but we're going to try it this way, and she'd go in, she'd go, okay, this is how mm-hmm. it's going to happen. This is what we're going to do. And I'd go, this is your mom. Because if it was up to me, mm-hmm. I would have I would have kicked your butt. But your mom believes that this is, and I trust your mom on this. So uh-huh. we're going to go this way. What that does is that I think it also creates a hierarchy where if dad, if there is a good structure, and I've got to stress that this is not every home. I'm not telling you universally, this mm-hmm. is how it happens. But I am saying that, with our dynamic, what we wanted mm-hmm. was that same fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And what, what dad says, 
is what's going to happen. Not and by good good grief, by no means did I have all the information all the time. And there were times where Cheryl would absolutely have a better better side of things. She would do it better, and we would acquiesce to that. But it was still together that we decided that we still have opinions. And you know me, I don't like fake. I don't ever want to hide. If I have a disagreement about something, I would much rather say, all right, I don't agree here, but I support. And I do the same thing with them. I don't agree with your decision, but I I will support you. I will do what I can to support the good in whatever decision you do. I don't agree with what you're doing here, but if you think this is the best road to take, then that's what we're going to do. I'll, I'll, I'll back you on it until it doesn't work anymore. And then we'll learn our lesson mm-hmm. and we'll, 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 we'll do that. It's not a division. It's just a, I have a difference of opinion and it creates a hierarchy of if dad says it, then mom's in line. Or if dad supports mom, then we're, there's no, there's it's no battling against mm-hmm. that. And so this, that, that conversation is happening in front of the, the kid. No, no, no. no, the, no the, in the closed doors is where we door. have the discipline oh, conversation. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. I thought, I thought I thought she was making this statement to the child because the way she does just explain that she does. She does say that I don't agree with your father on the level here. Like if I said you're grounded for two weeks and she goes, you know, I don't necessarily agree with the harshness, but I do. I do support what he's saying here. And I do think that you're going to have to be grounded for two weeks here. She still supports the the action, but she may not have agreed with the harshness. Mm -hmm. Mm hmm. Now, whether or not that works for y'all, that's that's y'all's deal. Y'all mm-hmm. y'all make that happen however you want to. That's yeah. between you and the Lord and the kids. Yeah. But I knew that that would be that's a pretty big topic. Wow. When we talk yeah. about discipline, maybe another podcast, a whole other podcast. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that would, mm-hmm. but I like I, I I dig the fact that you you have a question about that. Yeah. I almost want to pursue it a little bit more. I don't have a question about it. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, there is no question about it in my household. This is how it is. <laughs> this is how it is. Mean, the answer to your question, no, me and Kim aren't always on the same page. But um, I wouldn't personally, I would not have that conversation. I would not let that be said. And I'll tell you why. Because then a child is over here hearing dad is harsh. I'm not that harsh. That's true. But that's that's, that's a, a true statement. That's, that's a division. A so that's, yeah, that's the true that's statement. Division. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's Guys, it's, it's a distinction really, of of yeah. characteristics. Like take, in take my household, down the road. take it down the road. Okay, you're going down the road. Now you're three months down the road, and this has happened a couple of times. Mom has said, "Well, I think it's, Dad's a little harsh." You put yourself in a spot that the son is going to manipulate you. Maybe. Come on, gonna maybe try. she's less. Maybe no, no, no. She's not now she'll come she's to mom. She'll come to mom. That's absolutely true. But if we have discussed those things together, and we have a unified unity there, it doesn't matter if she's softer or harsher. Mm-hmm. The fact of the matter is, if we're already agreed on those things, then mm-hmm. now where you're where you're right on is if there is a new event that happens that we have not discussed, mm-hmm. and they think they can take advantage of talking to mom before dad gets home. Uh huh. Yeah. Then, then there might yeah. be a little bit of a problem because, the, well, and I could foresee there. that. Well, sure, yeah. Mike. They're they're all going to do that though. Yeah. They're yeah. kids. They did it with you. If there's a loophole, <laughs> they're going oh, yeah. to try to find they know. it. They know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. yeah. But they, they, it, whether or not you personify that in the discussion or not, they yeah. already knew who was boss and who was a little yeah. bit more they, gracious. They know. Mm-hmm. So even if you didn't say it, I know for a fact 
that everybody yeah. in this place have those roles mm-hmm. in that kind of a household. It's just, they're smart. They know our weaknesses. <laughs> oh, yeah. They do. Casey wanted something the other day, and he comes to me and says, Mom, can, can I have this? And I went, <laughs> no. But go ask your dad. I want to see how he responds. Let me, yes. let me know how that goes for you. Go ask yeah. him. I, I know I what Donnie said. Are you out of your mind? Wow. I said, you brain. Am I wrong in that? Am I, am I wrong in saying that even without us saying those things, our kids probably already know who is, yes, who is more grace-leaning versus more law-leaning? Who has more mercy? They know the parent that's going to say yes before the other one. We don't have to. Your poor arm. We don't have to do Listen, anything. Let me go and get the Band-Aid. Let me get nurse. No, it's, everything's uh-huh. okay. Are you okay? And the other one's like, you really going on in sick from work because of your arm? Are you kidding me? Get up and go to work. <laughs> you, you, they already know. Yeah, they've already. Yeah, you. They already that. know. Yeah. Do you not agree with that? <laughs> no, I. Okay. I totally agree. I was just saying. I, I, I mean, if you if you look at my household, it's funny because this is a story that gets told all the time. My kid, he bumped his head, blood coming out of his head. I'm like, <laughs> my wife's freaking out. Ah, he's got blood coming out of his head. I'm like, it's okay. Don't worry about it. Come on. Stuff a sock in it. It'll be fine. So I took a paper towel. I said, hey, I sent one kid. I Anybody said, got you a go tampon? Me, you go get me the roll of paper towels. I sent my wife. You go get me the saran wrap. Okay. And I put his brain falling out. I put this saran wrap. I, I folded. In there. I folded two paper towels in, in quarters, and and I applied pressure, and I wrapped it in saran wrap. Okay. Coincidentally, I just want to let you guys know, when, when he fell and, and busted his head, he did the exact same thing to his head. When we came here and found him, he had saran wrap all over his head. We're like, what the crap are you doing? Well, it binds really good, man. It does. It does. Oh, my God. I'll tell you. And then it was oh funny because then it was probably, I don't know, six months later, the dog had her, one of her dew claws get ripped out because she snagged it on the fence. Oh, no. And I took her to the vet. Okay. <laughs> and he wrapped it in saran wrap. No, 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 no. no. Just, the dog just, actually got, got to go to the vet. He, the dog went to the to the vet. And the so kids had to wrap it up with saran wrap. But he took suck the, it up. <laughs> suck it up, buttercup. But the dog, no. I want to take her to the vet, make sure she's okay. $250 later. The, du- the duplicitousness of dogs versus kids. The kids yes. are like, go out and get a job you want to impress me. The dog's like... Oh my gosh, she's bleeding. Let's go to the vet. You know, I understand. Yep. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. They still have that conversation. That right? the, yeah, it's the going joke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that's but that, hilarious. You know, but you know, we all know who your favorite is. We already know the Sky. Dog. Yeah, Sky. Sky's always yeah. been your favorite. She's a good girl. Oh, my dogs are definitely my favorite kids. <laughs> not, not mine. I, I love Spencer, but yeah. Anyways, <laughs> all right, so. That being said, uh, so we, we, we do our little... Don't our prom- have kids, get a dog. Our promotion and things that you yeah, don't have kids, get Amen. a dog. Don't do that. Yeah, I'm just kidding. For the love of Pete. All right, anyways. So uh, I'm going to do a little self-promotion. Um, uh, the song of the week is a new music alert. New music. Ooh, right. New music. New music. So I co-wrote a song with a guy named Tim Schlesner about his life and his his love experiences. And uh, this song came out, um, and it's a brand new release today. It just got released right. today. So we're going to play this for you. It's called Everything I Ever Wanted, uh, co-write by me and Tim Schlesner. I hope you guys like it. This is uh, Everything I Ever Wanted.
Woke up in an empty house that used to be a home. Divorce papers on the nightstand, the kids were rough and grown. Suffocating in my skin, drowned by my emotions. No longer living my best life, just going through the motions. Spent 25 years in a dead end job, life was so mundane. Same old, same old every day, nearly drove myself insane. I wish for more in my life, I guess he hears me when I pray. There's a voice inside that's calling me to take this leap of faith. Well, I pulled the pin and walked away. I live to fight another day. I jumped ship and took a dive. Came out better on the other side. Never doubting what could be. I stepped into a mystery. I pushed ahead undaunted for everything I ever wanted. Fell in love with someone, could have proposed on our first date. I opened up myself to yes, and God showed me my soulmate. Never would have imagined that I'd be where I am today. We finally made our great escape to the perfect hideaway. Well, I pulled the pin and walked away. I left to fight another day. Jump ship and took a dive Came out better on the other side Never doubting what could be I stepped into a mystery I pushed ahead undaunted for everything And we'll be here till our life slips away But not even death could come between us or my loving you this way Cause you're everything this heart's ever wanted And all my life's before's were worth it For it led me to this day Well I pulled the pin and walked away I lived a fight another day Ship and took a dive Came out better on the other side Never doubting what could be We stepped into a mystery We pushed ahead undaunted For everything we've always So Tim says that this is a little Tim Schlesner. He he's priding himself in getting me to sing country music, and I tell him, I said, "Don't rub that in," because I am not a country music fan. Whatever. Uh, but mm. I'm not. I'm not. Put not. him in a cowboy hat and dress him up. Mm-hmm. He'll fit the picture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You do country good. Yeah. 
I saw you on the river with your cowboy no. hat. Yeah. No. Yep. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> Anyways, that's the new song. Uh, we have one coming out in November as well. I'm pretty excited about that I'm one. I'm excited about that one. Uh, I'm, I'm excited about this how one too. How do you know about that one? Well, uh, I don't know about it. How do you know about that? We're not going to. I'm just oh. excited that it's coming Tim's out. Tim's been leaking. I have. I well, yeah, every morning. All right. So, um, <laughs> any, <laughs> listen. I, the, parenting is not a one size fits all, by the way. Um, and nope. mm-hmm. we are all going to make mistakes along the path. Uh, don't get discouraged and don't grow weary mm-hmm. in well-doing. And even if you've made mistakes, even if you've had problems in the past. Yeah. Now, I'm, I'm going to say this um, because I am a, a sufferer of trauma in the past. Um, I just want to let you guys know uh, that that kind of selfishness is not what I'm talking about as far as mistakes. There's there's selfishness and things that will destroy a, a kid and a family. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're engaged in that, you can rest assured that you will reap what you sow um, as far as justice is concerned. But as far as making mistakes and parenting mistakes, disciplining too hard, that kind of thing, um, and not abusive, but you you understand what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Um, Honest mistakes. God is still good. He's still faithful and he still can make good out of those things. So don't beat yourself up and think that you're, you know, you've done messed up your kids. Um, You drop the pacifier on the floor and you think that's the worst thing that's ever happened. I'm just telling you right now, it's going to be okay. All right. That only happens with the first child. Yes, I know. But there are some people that are watching that this is their first kid and they're like, oh my gosh, everything's going to. Swap it off on your jeans. If a a fly (laughs) farts on your baby, they're going to get, you know, the worst disease in the world. And I'm just telling you, man, just ease up. Okay. Chill out. Take a chill pill. There's enough to worry about with kids without you flipping out over everything. And trust me, from experience, if this dunderhead can get it okay every now and again you yep. can too so and i think i speak for everybody here when i call yeah. us all dunderheads mm-hmm. okay i don't even know what a dunderhead is i'm gonna look it up it's you all right so um okay. let me say again <laughs> am i in the webster <laughs> uh yes, yes. dunderhead steve <laughs> uh, where is it at oh no steve? there it is there it is there it is listen man honestly you must unlearn Yes, yes, that's yes. true. All right. I want to tell you guys again how thankful we are for the opportunity to be able your, to enter your lives by way of this podcast. And uh, thanks to Crossroads Community Church again for letting us use this podcast yes. studio. Uh, we'll be back next week. We're going to be talking about scary things again because scary next week things. is getting close to Halloween. So we're going to be talking about things that scare us. Mm. Um, not talking about worry things, but we're talking about the scary stories in our life and mm. kind of comparing notes. I thought about doing live again, but I, I think we're just going to keep it in house and maybe do a couple of random phone calls to people to have them share oh, stories. Fun. So right, the power went up last time. Yeah, the power yeah. went out last time. Yeah. Right. So that was um, pretty oh, that's crazy. Right. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, so oh, it was we so creepy. About. Okay. Yeah. That was a good show. Too. That was a good show. It was a really was good fun. show. We got yes. on that yeah. One. We're going to do it again. We're going to have a conversation about, you know, scary things that have happened in our life and and maybe some supernatural stuff that we've talked about and, and kind of get us in the in the uh, the seasonal mood. Mm. So that's next week. Um, but in, until we get to see you next week. This is Todd Bergen. This is Steve Howard. This is Joanna Grace. This is PT signing off. If no one has told you God loves you and so do I, we hope you have an incredible week. Until next week, we'll see you later. Mm-hmm.